The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network of Podcasts concerning mostly professional wrestling. Wrestling. And more. And more. Yeah. We're not a big MMA heavy podcast. We talked about how maybe doing a bonus episode called Oops No Wrestling and we just would talk about other fun stuff. If if y'all would like that, you can head over to patreon.com. Tell and, us. Um, slash Marty and Sarah become a patron. Sarah dropped a hot new track on the uh, patrons this week. Yeah, as of yesterday, if you donated and were on the uh, CSV list of all the people that donated, I went and sang everybody's names. What does CSV stand for? Cesaro Sarah Verizon. Okay. We're starting a company, but we're not yeah. sure if uh, someone else already has it. I love it. Uh, and if you're brand new to this podcast, you have got some episodes to listen to. Head over to iTunes. We keep making them. Listen rate, to them. Review, subscribe, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think that someone out there might enjoy this very podcast, mm-hmm. what better gift? It. Tell them about than it. a free tell. What better gift? Gift. My name is Gift. <laughs> what better gift than to tell them about this podcast? As always, we want to thank our friends and sponsors, Heels and Faces. Going places. Go to their website. So you're wearing a Heels and Faces always. shirt. My my Japanese heels and faces shirt. I'm you, wearing a different black and white t shirt tonight. Tell everyone who's not listening or who's not who has the non the ability to see. What are you wearing? I'm watching I'm wearing the nobody's watching wrestling. I almost gave it away. Nobody's watching wrestling shirt. Yeah. I got Lady Berica. Yeah. I got Ariel Italic and I got DJ Accident Rip Wop 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 It's a good shirt. I like it. It is a good shirt. It's a good one. Yeah, head on over to the Nobody's Just Got a Podcast on iTunes. So you can uh Check that out. Check it on out. Friends Unofficial, of the show. Unofficial affiliate. Also, if you want any merch from this very podcast, head over to Marty and Sarah MartyandSarahLoveWrestling.com. We got wrestling hard hats. We've got new pins. They are going. Uh, if you ordered a 90s pin or a gold wrestling heart or anything else, uh, I brought a bunch of stuff to the post office as of Tuesday. So mm-hmm. if you ordered after Tuesday, it'll be going in the next Where couple days. Where was Marty in the warehouse? He was supposed to be. Dude, that guy took a couple weeks off. And yeah. I am mad at him. So if you had anything coming, it's coming. I threw some extra stuff in if anybody's been waiting a little while. I mean, Marty in the warehouse threw some extra stuff in. I got well, on his ass. Well, you put your hand on his and made I, him throw stuff I in. I got on his ass. Yeah, and I've been getting a lot of drawings. You have. Thank you so much if for you ordering get them. A custom half-drawn drawing from Sarah Shockey. Head over to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling as well in the shop zone. And you can commission a drawing. Yeah, if you think you have a silly Billy Dumb idea or anything like that, I still have yet to say no to any drawings. You you just have to order them through the website. Push the envelope a little bit. Order something. Go crazy. Be the first person that I have to say no to. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Also, Sarah, uh, how's how's that uh, that, uh, weighted blanket doing? Hey, they've made, uh, I believe, six or seven weighted blankets just from the donations that were received last week. And um, this is an ongoing PayPal pool. Mm -hmm. So the more people donate, if you remember later, you want to toss a couple bucks, I'm going to just periodically tweet the link out. And uh, David Shepard said that every now and then he likes to update. There's some really cool pictures. There's like a black and white blanket with like wolf patterns. Very uh, old school Baron Corbin. There you go. And uh, every one of these blankets is going to go to a kid that needs a weighted blanket. It might help him sleep a little bit. And then I think you can also go to weighted threads and just order a blanket and pay for it. That's another thing you can do. 
good stuff doing good things. Yeah. I like when uh, wrestling Twitter and all that stuff, we all kind of get on the same page and do some good stuff. Help each other. Help each other. Everybody uh, helped uh, Trevor Lee. Unfortunately, his father passed away, and he was able to, uh, uh, a friend of Trevor's, put together a GoFundMe uh, or a... Or, um, uh, a collection whatever the thing is i'm sorry i don't know what it is exactly but mm-hmm. uh and i think you can still keep donating sometimes when these hit these goals it's like if you want to stretch donate goal. a little more so i'll i'll uh retweet it's that more out. appreciated i feel uh i think there's like a balance between sending flowers and sending money absolutely and especially if it's somebody who's an indie wrestler yep you know and it, it came out of nowhere it wasn't like they were prepared for it or anything like that so uh go ahead and uh and donate if you can yeah uh so that's awesome i like when uh when we when all people, get together. Something sad happens and then, and then everybody's happen. nice about it afterwards. There you go. Sarah, speaking about everybody getting together. Did mm-hmm. everybody seem to get together on Monday and start not liking Brock? Uh, yeah, it almost seemed like suddenly Brock was not the guy anymore. Is it working? Is it working? Well, I think a lot of people, they were kind of setting up a couple weeks ago to have like Roman be like. I mean, they've been setting this up for a while where Brock doesn't want to show up. Mm-hmm. Roman's been being like, he doesn't want to be here. I loved the uh, either a tweet or Instagram. They had a poster of Ronda on one side and Brock on the other. And they're like, they're both back tonight. And then in the comments, the second comment or whatever was Seth Rollins. And he's like, hey, uh, I'll I'm be here. there here every week. <laughs> every week, guys. See you here every week. See you there every single week. Every single See, week. See, I think that with him, the, it's all part of a master plan to get everybody to like Roman. Because they're like, okay, we'll sacrifice our biggest, most disappointing boy. Right. But in the process. I of, was sad. Poor Paul Heyman got his feelings well, hurt. I know. He's good when he has his feelings I know. hurt. We'll get into more Paul Heyman stuff too. But do you think it's one of those things where they're going to say, hey, I don't like Brock. Therefore, now I like Roman. Or are they just going to no. say, I don't like both these guys because I think SummerSlam, that main event. Oh, boy. Yeah. That crowd in New York at the Barclays and, Center where uh, they can be smarky smarks. And if Brock knows he's leaving, he's notoriously like, oh, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to. Yeah, work? we'll see. We'll see how crazy he wants to go. Because if, if he you're knows leaving he's a restaurant, fight, you're not going to make the salads extra good your last week there. No, not at all. I remember when I was working at Einstein Bagels, and they said this place closed, but you guys still have to clean it. Guess what? My heart really wasn't in it. No, I can believe that. And I was so mad, I shaved off my soul patch because the boss was coming in. You were so mad. Oh, you were so. I thought you said <laughs> I was so mad. I shaved. I had a up. Like that was how you reacted. I had a little something on my chin and my. And a, a soul patch, and they go, "Hey, you gotta." Um, and I don't know to if this work was, at Einstein Brothers. Yeah, you, well, you go Big cooking food. You can't have hair, facial hair. But and a I, soul patch. And I, they go, "Hey, the boss is coming, and we all have to be at this meeting." I mean, that I don't know if that was the time when I had the uh, the Hulk Hogan, Scott Steiner, uh, bleach blonde soul oh, patch. <laughs> wow. What, what were you doing? I don't know. Setting fashion trends on fire. Okay, sure. Living my life. I guess. Going to bed because I'm mean, not going to bed because, but when I would go to, I remember just the the process of taking off all my rings and bracelets. And oh my god! And chain wallets. By the way, I did a uh, a chain wallet uh, dry run the other day. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you were there. Yeah, What'd I you liked think? it. I loved it. I got. I got. I, I support your chain wallet. I have a very subtle one which I wore. I got two chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I got. I got two chains. Uh, and I wore. I wore the smaller chain. Uh, my my dear friend uh, Mr. Lentz from Mr. Lentz's uh, oh yeah shop sent me uh, I got two and I wore the smaller one the bigger one I still think is a little too long but I think you can wear it well I think yeah you're gonna get some bolt cutters I gotta and... find a maintenance van in the building and borrow his bolt cutters yeah but anyway 
that aside. Also, thanks to people. Uh, our dear friend Andy said he could tell we were both sick on the podcast last week. So, <laughs> thanks to people who thanks reached out. Thanks to everyone for putting up with us when we're not feeling too good. We've had a history yeah. of we've done this podcast enough where there's been plenty of times where I've been sick oh, or you've sure. been sick or. I had to pause the feed and go off diarrhea. He always yells at me. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you feeling better? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm sick like three weeks before that. I'm like, I don't know. Jeez, get off my nutsack. Well, and you know what? Sometimes even if like it's a sick where your dad wouldn't say he's sick and he has the same thing, <laughs> I think it's okay for you to say you're sick. Anyway, Sarah, they made Brock into a real piece of shit. He was reading his, his hunting magazines. Yeah, I like when everybody that was photoshopped. Fun. Watching some fun ones of that. Yeah. And then uh, he even goes, I don't watch the show. I don't watch this. I don't watch it like you nerds who watch this shit every week. He was pouring coffee into his little teeth holes. Oh, his gross teeth. That's how you want to make him heal, just show those teeth. Yeah, just do a bunch of close shots of those teeth. Paul Heyman was awesome. Um, let me ask you this. Raining defending. Do you, I know. We did it all <laughs> bummed out. My name is Paul Heyman and... I wish uh, they would have given him a little can to kick. <laughs> or some like... Instead of, like, Brock's music, if they could have just, like, had some, like, sappy music or, like, slowed it down. Like, dun, 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 So if Brock leaves and Paul Heyman stays, which I assume is the case, I think he's still under contract. Who do we set him up with? Let's do this patented. Who do you think? Who do you want? Who do you think? Who do you want? Who do you think? And then who do you want? Um... I mean, I think he and Keith Lee would be so fun together. See, that's what I was thinking. I was texting a buddy of mine, and I was like, do you think they just go like a new NXT guy? Like, mm-hmm. I doubt they have all the faith in the world in Matt Riddle to be like, all right. If they make Bobby Lashley a heel, I think Paul Heyman could help See, him See, that's what I think, like, something that's, they He would could help do. him, so then he doesn't have to do that weird, like, Elias bit where he yeah. seemed nervous to be singing. What about? Is this a who do you want? Yeah, well, I don't know. This might be a, a, a combo. I mean, if they put him with Drew Gallo or Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. uh, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I assume they're going to want to put him with, man, now that with we a say Lashley, boy. it's like, oh, man. I know. Because he's like, oh, but the he new could Brock. help. He because, could. You know. Absolutely, he could. Yeah. Um, I just I just think that uh, I would I would hope it's somebody who's. I mean, Ronda would be cool, too. Yeah, but she doesn't really need him. Yeah, no, she doesn't. I thought if the crowd turned on her and shit like then that, they could, yeah, yeah, then yeah. be like, put, put her You're with right. Heyman. But I don't think she needs her. Um, maybe put him with Nicholas. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. I had the I had a weird like uh, Nicholas. What do you call those dream? Like a lucid dream where you're kind of in control of it or yeah. whatever. So I was watching some uh, YouTube stuff about uh, or no, listening to on um, Between the Sheets. They were covering when uh, Lex Luger slammed Yokozuna on the the deck of the USS Intrepid. Saw it and uh, sew it, sew it, and I had this thought of what if they let Lex Luger win the title at SummerSlam, and the next night he came out on Raw and he was like, "I didn't need your help. I tricked all of you. I'm bad, and I'm just a bad boy." And that would have made that era of WWE wrestling very fun. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That but whatever. Um, so I'm curious to see where this goes. I'm curious if, obviously, we've talked about this before. Braun is going to cash with a right lady. in. Oh God! You can put him with Carmella. He's a perv on put Twitter. him with Carmella. That's the thing. If you've Such never followed Paul Twitter. Heyman, I do remember not do it. I think I me. I don't think I muted him. I think I unfollowed him because I was just like early on. I unfollowed him because I was like, oh cool, Paul Heyman. How cool is that? And then it's I remember a weird, like it's a weird. He's like promoting weird like sensual products all the time. And those and... Tat- the sticker, the temporary tattoo yeah. stickers of these like women. Yeah. <sighs> 
very it's weird. I prefer to just think that like he's just not on the internet. That's all. You can yeah. only see him on WWE, Raw, and or SmackDown. Yeah, Brock doesn't let him go online. Yeah. Um, speaking of going online, your girl, which I do every your day. girl Lana was on Twitter or mm. CJ. CJ, how do you think? Well, what do you think of that when a WWE wrestler has their real name and then their Twitter name is their WWE character's name? Their real name is in the thing. Yeah, Lana does it. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you think it's the people who've got their got the wandering eye for showbiz? Well, I think it's like a little I don't want to just be. I think it's a little of that. I think it's some of them uh, were there and then left and they came back and like it's an interesting thing where it's kind of like I don't know if it's a subtle like you don't own me, you ain't the boss of me, WWE. Hey guys, I wonder if. Because WWE doesn't have it. Some places, like I had a friend who uh, worked on a show, and they were on a late night show, and they made them like, like sign their Twitter. They had to do a new Twitter when they left the show. But that was Ew. a while ago. That was a while ago. I don't like that. Yeah. My Twitter's very precious to me. But what do you think? What do you think of that when you see like, if it was... I don't think much of it. Okay. I don't... It's. I just kind of think that like everybody's... Like Austin Creed slash... Uh, uh, Xavier Woods. He's got his old mm-hmm. name and mm-hmm. new name. Um, I'm okay with it because I think that it's... It's like what the male like, DB doing business as. It's how people um, want to use their social media and I think everyone can use it however they want. Yeah. So Lana or CJ Perry. She, she does CJ and then in parentheses Lana Perry. Interesting. That is interesting. But the Twitter name is at uh, Lana WWE. Right. So a fan wrote, I know, uh, and then, she, oh, this is interesting. Oh, no, she did tag her in there. I was going to say we might have had a, a coach thing where Jonathan Vanity Coachman Vanity search. searched himself and Bix was talking trash on him. <laughs> um, okay, so this this woman, uh, Nicola, Nicola, who may be Russian, maybe that's why she's got some, some investment in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ordeal. Uh, I know that hashtag CJ Perry is American, but her character at Lana WWE is a Russian. But all of a sudden, she has an American accent. Seriously, has she forgotten... Lana is a Russian hashtag SD live Lana responds. I speak fluent Russian and English. Thank you for noticing. Lana has been working with a dialect coach to speak perfect American English. Glad those private lessons are paying off. So DJ accident report goes, uh, she did that thing that drag queens do where they refer to themselves in the third person. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. That is an interesting like character move. You know, and I was, she's been taking voice lessons. I've been over here watching. I, okay, here's the thing. WWE clearly doesn't give a shit about continuity. They'll no. have people who were feuding forever be partners the next night and act like no big deal. They've Right, right. You know what I mean? They don't care if if well you beat me before you know what I mean? They don't give a shit about continuity. So I bet some of them do, but overall it doesn't win right. out. I don't care. Uh I mean, you know, I think it was kind of a little uh, if she would have been like you idiot, like you know, fighting with the fans or whatever, I think that's I think that's like with Coach or no, I think Carmella like was like good... fighting with fans or something. It's like eh, I don't know. Yeah, see, I think it's a good move to just kind of like take everything with like a little bit of a lighthearted response. Like that yeah. does explain it. Back in the day when Kofi Kingston first came in, he had a Jamaican accent, horrendous right? Jamaican accent. Yeah, and then he dropped it, and then one time uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H were in the ring with him, and they go, "Hey, didn't you used to have an accent?" And he just did like a, I guess I did, like a 
little, Aww. which I thought was a fun way to handle it. Cute, cutesy kinks. And I think the Lana thing was fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, when you sent me that, and I was like, oh, God, tell me she shouldn't be like, you stupid bitch. You, you fans oh, think you no. know what I mean? Well, I was she waiting did for that. get mad when people were calling her out about dancing in her intro. And I've noticed that her intro, the dancing has gone down to just hands. Yeah. Like twisting up the. How does that song start off? Yeah. Yeah, she's not exactly the dancer we all. Who would have thought? In a in a parallel universe, we've got Emmalina, and we've got dancing Lana. Oh man! Who would have thought? And and Eva Marie never left. Yeah. Big Show's president. Big Show's the president. (laughs) My fellow Americans. Takes a big grape vape. Oh, man. Oh, we were watching Live PD the other night, and this guy was handcuffed, and then he goes, let me have my vape, and the officer gets it out of his back pocket and holds it up to his mouth, and he takes the biggest, like, it looked like a rain cloud that would ruin yes. a picnic. It was something else. I thought the cop was going to go, wow. Wow. <laughs> it was something else. So speaking, Humans helping humans, you know? Speaking of wrestlers on Twitter... Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been the new trend in Hollywood where uh, the, was it James Gunn, the director? James of Gunn, Guardians yeah. Of Galaxy. People go through and social media try to find bad things that people have said and then get them in trouble. So it's starting with wrestling. Oh, yeah? They got two of them so far. Really? I don't know if it'll be more. Somebody or not. posted about, like, hey, here's how to find all your horrible tweets that you said. Ty Dillinger. Search. Uh, tweet. Uh, this is all from uh, uh, our buddy Ryan Satin's website, ProWrestlingSheet.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger a tweet from Ty Dillinger in two thousand eleven about rape resurfaced Tuesday on social media, and now the wrestler is apologizing to anyone who may have offended by his words. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a tweet sent to wrestlers Sienna and Allie. Uh, oh and no! He said, oh no! It was two people. And he, in a conversation or an exchange, he wrote, "It's not rape if they're sleeping." Oh, no. So that's, uh, I hate to even call that a joke. Yeah, that's, that's like a, a horrible ugh. thing to say. Uh, Dillinger said, I have no excuse for my old tweet. It was a different person six years ago, uh, and I'm beyond ashamed of what I considered humor. Uh, well, it's interesting because people really weren't called out as much for stuff like that, especially yeah. in wrestling. And I just remember like comedy and stuff like... It's such a boys club that guys would joke about rape all sure. the time and you just kind of have to like become desensitized to it. Absolutely. But if you're a person who hasn't experienced rape or anything like that, you can kind of be like, well, that's separate from me. Yeah. But then people have been making jokes like that around people who had and mm-hmm. that's like just even more of a problem. And I'm um, glad it's being addressed, but I'm also like distraught at how often like the whole world will go against someone for making a mistake. Yeah. And then... uh so Cedric Alexander's was from 2012, where he said it's not rape if you yell surprise. Which again, do you think they were searching wrestlers' names and it's not rape? I don't know. I, don't I wonder know. where the searches go. I don't know because I mean, it also seems like I don't know. I don't know what's best, like calling people out and having them apologize, or like yeah. spending the time doing anything else. Like I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't think there is a right answer. Well, you know, I think we should all just try to be the best we can be. It's interesting because, uh, like I said, I was listening to uh, this week's Between the Sheets, which was from, I think, 1993. And they had talked about uh, a wrestler in Gentleman Chris Adams. Ironically enough, Gentleman Chris Mm. Adams. Oftentimes, Uh, WWE gentlemans are not gentlemen. He got arrested. Uh, for spousal in abuse. real life, in real life, okay. for spousal yeah, abuse. that would be a terrible story. But line. then, like his wife didn't want to press charges, and then he he got off the hook. Mm. But at the show, 
there were people, some people who were booing him or whatever. So I don't think it's going to be a knee jerk thing where WWE's like instantly going to be like, but we got to get the title off of Cedric Alexander. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. And, and, and I mean, and a lot of people are fighting for James Gunn. I don't know if you've sure. seen Batista's I tweets. I did the whole cast. Yeah. The whole a, cast. Put out a statement or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are two examples of not, I mean, like, I can't even consider those really jokes. No, those I wouldn't are, call those jokes. Those seem like kind of uh, dumb things. Well, it's interesting that people will call it jokes, because that happens a lot of times where, like, people will um, sometimes just say something kind of mean. Yeah. And then they'll be like, it was a joke. And it's yeah. like, well, you know. But I mean, look. I understand that you can just kind of spout something off sure. and be like, it wasn't so much a joke as it was just careless. I know. I've said stuff on stage where I'm like, hey, you don't know if I should have said that or whatever. I, mean, I said stuff on this podcast where I've been like, uh, was that okay? Did, sure. Was that the right thing to do? Sure. And I think, obviously, we're living in a, a, a much different world than we were six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Because enough people have a voice with social yeah. media that you can really hear when something isn't okay with a group of people. But also, or... six months ago, had I saw either of those guys say that, I would have about thought, like, that's kind of fucked up. Not like, well, it's uh, 2012. What are you going no, to do? No, 2012 is like... But it's interesting. Like... Yeah. I do remember that kind of talk a lot in high school and just dismissing it. Yeah. Not from me, from other boys. Well, and I mean, there's there's a lot of... But it's like interesting what becomes like, hey, this actually wasn't cool the whole time we were doing it. Like, it's nice that people have that yeah. like overall consciousness. I but... know. And, and both of them were, were uh, very regretful with their statements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um Cedric Alexander said six years ago, I found humor, quote unquote humor, uh, in bad jokes. At the time, it was a harmless joke between friends. In those six years, I've become a father, husband, and grown into a much different man. So, yeah, taking some ownership, is, taking like, some responsibility. Harmless joke, though, like, I feel like there needs to be one step further that's like, okay, but what if this really hurt somebody? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think sure. that's the thing where a lot of times it's hard to think about yeah. whether or not something that you said made somebody feel bad. Yeah. And saying, like, it was just a harmless joke between friends. So it's like... Oh, yeah, me and all my friends. What else do you and your friends... Joke about. Joke yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but just, that's, a that's gross the other thing precedent. too, though, because and it kind of drags those ladies into it too. Or was that bit. not his? A little. No, no, that was. Uh, Did he have ladies was, in his? I didn't. I don't know. No, that wasn't the one with with uh, okay. the the female wrestlers. <laughs> so I don't know. A- as comics, we have uh, darker sense of humor, and some some jokes mm-hmm. will go a little darker than that. Um, but again, this is you put this on Twitter, so you kind of mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Um, so I have a feeling a lot of people are are like, oh shit, going through their. That's an interesting thing where stuff. a lot of times that happens all over the map where people are like, well, what if I said this and then did yeah. this and yeah, I like to think that I've been trying to do my best to represent myself while on social media, but sure. at the same time, it's like there are times where I would be like, oh, I'll make a joke about this thing, and then it's like, well, you somebody could be, you know, you just never know. You never so. Know. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, he's been the cruiserweight champion for quite a while now, since mm-hmm. old old boy Enzo left. Uh, <laughs> Boy, that was a dark time in our history. Yeah. What if Enzo was behind this? What if he was like searching? <laughs> it is interesting because sometimes someone who does something bad and gets called out for it will spend a lot of time trying to bring other people down too. Yeah, it's very interesting how that works out. Are you going to have a sip of something there? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about something fun. Ms. and Mrs. Yes, my favorite new television show other than Detroiters. I had a show on Tuesday night, and mm-hmm. you are just, get home, we gotta watch this. 
I felt bad that I watched it before you, but then I turned around and just watched it again over and I saw new things I hadn't seen. You love the show. I love the show. What Here's do you the love thing. About okay. It? Everybody who's been here since the beginning may remember that old Sarah Shockey used to legitimately hate the Miz. Yes. And Maurice. Yes. I said I thought she smelled bad, like bad perfume. Yes. I said a bunch of horrible things, speaking of regretful, this and that and the other thing. And I am fully in love with them. And I've been liking them. I think what really turned me around was when they were doing that um Nikki, Nikki and John and for Mania the Feud. Oh, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. But their show, it's definitely scripted reality where it's like, okay, these oh, scenarios yeah. are given to them and they yes. play them out. But they got the, the Chrisley handbook. You can't fake you can't fake love. They love each other. They are so nice to each other. Yeah. And their parents are funny. It was interesting. Avril Lavigne was in the baby Levine show. <laughs> and Ryan Cabrera, who was in that O Town. On the way down. And then he's a singer, too. Um, um, they and were... and uh, Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding, was oh, of there. Of course, he's there. He's like their mascot. All those <laughs> LA dudes, how he's having him hanging out. Um, so, yeah, they definitely. And you're, you've sort of opened my eyes to this, like, whole, like, they love each other because I used to, I would watch these videos of these people on YouTube who would do reviews of of toys, mm-hmm. couples uh, and, sometimes. And Sarah was just like, they don't, they don't they're not, they don't, they got a weird thing going on. And I, I and it like it opened my eyes to it. I'm like, oh yeah. And then when you see a couple that is into each other, it's so much more fun. Like the stolen valor couple, you know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. just like, now here we go. I love when, <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe some people's favorite wrestling podcast has people who are into each oh, other. Stop it. Um, okay, I will. Stop it. Miz and Maurice really love each other. Sure. And he bought her flowers and it made her cry. Yeah. Big old pregnant. Big old pregnant. She was so pregnant. Mialis. Yeah. It's yeah. a good show and it's fun. And apparently it um How's it was doing ratings wise? Really good. Awesome. I think it beat Chrisley. Well. Chrisley's like move out of the way. I feel like some of those reality shows, like you got a small window. Yeah, you know, especially when the kids start getting older. I heard you telling everyone about oh, my show, Ms. and Mrs. When I was so pregnant. Yeah, you were, Marlies. And it was so great. Everyone got to meet my mom. Your mom's interesting. She's a very wild. Uh, as Sarah said, she looks like a drawing of a French woman with she, her black bangs. She just she needs does. a beret. She looks like if you go to uh, to Six Flags Great America, they have people doing caricatures. Yes, and yeah. she's drawing the pictures with like a red scarf around her neck yeah. and a striped shirt. She's a mime too. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck are you doing hanging out with Avril Lavigne? What's that all about? Oh, uh, everybody in Canada is oh, like know each really other? good friends with each other. Okay. Uh, you know, like I love Anne of Green Gables. Sure, We're sure, always sure. hanging out. Sure. Um, the cast of Toronto's Second City. Okay, okay. You know, Ethan Page. Yeah, Ethan Page is there. Space Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bret Hart. Okay, okay. You know, it's just like we all get together and it's so nice because it's there's really a sense of Canadian pride that yeah. America did not really have in the first place since the 80s. Sure. But lately it's, you know, easier and easier to be proud of being Canadian. Bare naked ladies played at your wedding? Oh, yeah. Oh, this bare naked ladies. I said, Mike, I know they're so expensive and you can't get a bargain. Yeah. But, you know, play the bare naked. Yeah. They'll bare naked ladies. Yeah. Under their underwear joke. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could not think of any of their songs for a second. Uh, Marty. Sorry. I didn't mean to throw you in the spot there. No, do you remember um, how on the last episode, Mike's dad. 
Mr. Mazianin. I have to say, whoever, I don't know if if they got him a stylist or what, that's not the same Mr. Mazanin that I met years ago. Well, you know, yes. The one who was laughing when Randy Orton was beating the shit out of Miz. I think they are making him do a little more acting and a little less well, the real. Someone gave him a nice haircut, too. A nicer. Sarah. Sarah, are you with me on this? I, I'm fine with his haircut. I don't know why it, you scolded Maurice like it was me. Yeah, why did look, you do that? He used to look crazy. Yeah, well, he's still. you can still see it if you look. Oh, the first time I saw him, I... You said he looks like a Muppet. I felt so much joy in my life when I saw him in that front row. And they made that um, wrestling belt with his face on it. I mean, here, look at, hold on, I'm going to bring up a photo. You guys can't see it, but you know the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, he's got like, it looks a little bit like a mugshot. Yeah. You know, lots of people are saying that they are rooting for The Miz against Daniel Bryan. You know what? Ratings wise, you know, I can understand that. But in the ring, really? I think it's going to be, you want Daniel Bryan to win? Well, I mean, I just think like. To make everything right in the world, he has yeah. to get a win. But at the same time, Mike has all the charisma. You know what I was thinking about? Because I, I dust beans. I was thinking about dust beans, but also, uh, you guys, you guys do have a great show. Thank you so I can, much. I, can, I know Sarah likes everything, but it means a lot that you like it. I like your show. I am not the biggest fan of Total Bellows. No, hey. I'm not the biggest fan of Total Bellows. I don't know if you watch. Brian's an interesting guy because. You know, you read stuff about him, you see stuff about him, you hear stuff about him, you know, people knew him and stuff like that, and he's just this, like, you know, like, oh, I'm a simple guy, and I'm not into, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, you bought Walden. Yeah, I bought Walden, yeah, of course. He's trying uh, to be like that, I yeah. think. Yeah, and he was on the uh, the first Wrestling Road Diaries. Very, yes, Colt very... Cabana, very... I invited him to the baby shower, and of course he had the show. Yeah. But I said, to Colt, I want you to meet my friend Avril Lavigne. Wow, that would be a power Is couple. Is she divorced? I forget. No, she's with that... But then they get divorced. Oh, she was with the. Uh, uh, he looks like the other guy in the band. Bo- uh, not Candlebox, Nickelback. Yeah, or it was. Well, she was with some forty-one guy. That's who I'm thinking. Then of. she married. All two of the some forty-one guys look just the same. Well, that's. That's. And two of the Dixie chicks look just the okay, same. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But then one dyed her hair darker. I guess. Yeah. The tall. Yeah. There's man, two tall to, ones that look the same. Man, they used to play the Dixie Chicks a lot at the bar I used to work at. Oh, yes, yeah, Sarah, I know, used to... She knows a couple of their songs on the ukulele. Oh, wow. Not by memory. Yeah. Don't that, Don't put her on the spot. I won't. I won't. But what, I was, what I was thinking about Daniel Bryan is, man, think of all the time he spent with all those Bellas and the Bella brother-in-law. And, I tell you something. <sighs> you know me. I've spent time with the Bellas. Yeah. They have stabbed me in my back multiple times. Absolutely. I've talked about it on television. Absolutely. They made me look bad, and I'm not bad. I'm very good and Very fun. interesting seeing you and pregnant Maria Canellis all, all pregnant. Yeah, in front of the Bellas. It yeah. was a little bit like, well. Yeah. Sorry, Nicole. Did Nicole kind of look at you guys like? Oh, uh, she looked at. She looked like she was she, trying to steal the babies out of our wombs. <laughs> Put it in mine. You know, you spend too much time with the Bellas, and it's kind of like if you move to a new place, yeah. and you put the TV, you screw the cable in, and you get like four channels. Yeah. And after a while, you go, you know, this NBC programming is not that bad. Yeah. You know, it's maybe I'll watch this when I get the rest of my cable. Yeah. Some people but say they just keep CBS on the whole time, and that's why all those programs are number one. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? What? You get the other channels. Yeah. You start getting away from the Bellas. You start hanging out with the Alexa Blisses. You start hanging out with the Baileys and the Sashas. You, you know, go. it's like, oh, these are actually interesting women who have something to say mm-hmm. in wrestling. Yeah. You know, just I saying agree. there are other channels out there, there Daniel, are. and maybe you settled on CBS a little too quick. Oh, man, Daniel. But that's just Maurice's opinion. That's all. I have a new column. It's called yeah. Maurice's Opinion. Maurice's two, whatever the equivalent of, of Canadian money. Loonies and toonies. Two loonies. That's my two loonies. That's my two loonies. Oh, wow. All right, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks, Melise. Some people say my two loonies are Mike and my little baby. Okay, okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I like her on here now. I do, too. Yeah. I couldn't have done more of a 180. And you know who always, always preached to me how great they were? Who? Scotty Young. Oh, really? About how much he loved the Miz and and the Misses. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And he said it it takes a big person to admit that they were wrong and that they could change their opinion. But I think I'm a different person in many ways from when we first started recording this podcast. I think that... uh... The Miz has really blossomed in the last couple of years. I think so too. Absolutely. I don't remember him being this fun when we first. No, and you know what? Do you what? think that fatherhood makes some guys a little loosier, goosier? Like for, they got a lot more steam off for and so they him, silly yeah. Billy. I think he had. <laughs> I think he had an interesting thing, and I, it all goes back to talking smack. I think, and mm-hmm. I think too. Sometimes it's kind of like you know enough people left and stuff, and he kind of looked around like, oh man, I've been here for a while. You know what? I'm all right. I think I'm. I think I'm enough. Yeah. You know. He really has blossomed. And I think I think one thing that's great about him is he loves his wife. Well, yes, also. Um, but I think he knows kind of where he's at in the on the pecking order. Mm-hmm. You know. And he also like doesn't seem to have like the Cena complex of like I have to be this. I have to be this. No. Like, I think if you had him guest on SNL, he would be awesome. Oh yeah. He would be so good. Sure. And he wouldn't do the John Cena thing of only playing sexy, high-status characters. Oh, yeah. He would... Uh, he would play, like, some gals absolutely. and some kids and... Absolutely. Uh, Sarah, there was a, a huge match announced, which I don't know if it's going to be the main event. It might be the main event. Who knows? Uh, for All In, the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi are going to be taking on Rey Mysterio, Phoenix and Bandito. That's going to be wild. That is going to be wild. That's going to be wild. Uh, so now I haven't seen Bandito yet. Yes, he's but there's a W. Flamito and Bandito. Yes. Uh, I had to get those names right in a promo, and I still get a little nervous. I didn't want to mess it up. It's pretty wild when there's a six man where the the weakest link is Rey Mysterio. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, is Dave coming to All In? Meltzer, course, do you think? Of course, of course he is. They're having like a, a special. Where's he staying? He can stay here if he wants. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll say this. We'll okay. put a little dirt out there on the streets. Okay. You guys, all be cool about this. Uh, the and they've changed the card a lot, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, and man, I was so excited because I told a couple people about it. I heard a little. Are you gossip. allowed to tell yeah, it? I don't care. I heard a little gossip. Maybe I wasn't supposed to hear at uh, Mania Weekend, let's say. Okay. Wink. Um, <laughs> that it was going to be Ray against Okada. That's right. I remember that. And then when they announced that Ray was going to be a participant and all in, I was like, oh, it's all coming Here together. Here we go. But then they announced Okada versus Marty Skrull, and I was mm-hmm. like, ah. So uh, then that was out the window. So that would have been real cool. That would have been a super cool match. Yeah. 
but that's just not uh, not going to happen. I still think it's going to be cool. I do too. Oh, that six man's going to be nuts. Yeah, that six but man. But I want to uh, see Okada and Marty Scroll. Sure. I think there'll be a lot of fun antics. Now, a lot of people thought that it might have been the Bucks and somebody against Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Pentagon. But now that it's Bandito, a lot of people are starting to say, "Well, well, well." You know who's never wrestled each other? Kenny Omega and Pentagon. Would you be happy with that match? Yes, that I would. <gasps> that would be crazy. That really would. Yeah. Because I think you got to hit them they with some. They could just go. Yeah, and you got to hit them with some matches people haven't seen before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be. I'll tell you what, I'm all shit. in for that. That would be a great match. Yeah. I'm all in for that more than the Total Divas are all in for the next season. Look, whoever <laughs> tweeted that, even the Bellas apologized. <laughs> And when you get an Abella apologizing, uh-huh. do you think Cena was like, Nicole, I know we're not dating anymore. TMZ said they are splits. They well, are apparently done. she's still reading his tweets. I watched the season finale and it was the drizzling S-H-I-T-S. Oh, no. Yeah, it was just like... Oh, and her and Nicole, her and Brie on the beach. Like, this is just us forever. Yeah, whatever. We don't need any of these. And you know what? And God, I, hate, and I don't want to be negative, but man, they just suck. They just don't have a I lot I don't of, understand what Daniel Bryan got himself into. They just don't have a lot this of fun world, together. This world, he's part of this world. You know what? If the It's weird because, you know, you, I analyze whether or not people are in love with each other. Yeah. The Bella Twins do not seem like sisters. They seem like somebody created one and then someone created the other one and then they introduced them when they were like 27. I will say when Daniel Bryan and Brie are together, it looks like they definitely love each other. They do love each other, but I don't feel <laughs> that he is 100% himself when he's around I just don't her. understand how that he's like, yeah, I'm part of this world. You've, you know, seen when somebody that you know is dating somebody yeah. and they kind of are like a reserved version of themselves or like they don't want to be as funny as mm-hmm. they can be or this and that. And I think that there's a little bit of that because I think we saw the real Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and watch those clips with him, Renee unleashed a side of him mm-hmm. that we may never see again. Mm-hmm. Not that they should be together, no, but it's just sometimes you meet no, people and they just... No, they shouldn't be together. They're... They both have significant others. Mm-hmm. Kids are in the mix and everything like that. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Sometimes you meet your soulmate after you've thought you found your soulmate. There you go. And uh, he's a father, so that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of fathers, or maybe not the father in this case, uh, Billy Corgan has adamantly denied that he is not the father of Taylor Swift. Who started that rumor? I think it was just... They, there was do you think f- Billy was just like, uh, I'm going to get some press today? I don't know. But he's denied it, and he's used it to say, hey, look, social media, you guys are silly. Mm-hmm. And uh, hello, Marty. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> At Billy? Nice yes. to see you. I. Why? Who started this? Why are you adamantly denying that you're... Uh, I'm willing to go on Maury Povich and take a test. Why are you doing this? And it will say that I'm not Is the father. Is this somehow related to NWA? Am I trying to get the NWA publicity? By saying I'm Taylor Swift's father. Not. What if we had a, a surge in sixteen year old female fans? What if you went to your local shopping your dead shopping mall? You know and all the young girls were wearing NWA T shirts. The first time I saw you on this podcast. Yes. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. I knew you were trouble <laughs> in the first place. In the first place. That's Is that the song? No. What is it? 
It's, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. You know what? I kind of want to hear your take on what you think Taylor Swift songs Shake it off. What? I want to hear your take on... Explain the song and I'll give you my take. Okay. Um, what's, From the point of view of a musical what's genius. What's that one about... Um, She's in something, and I'm on the bleachers. Yeah. She's... So what she's doing there is presenting two paths to go down. Mm-hmm. One is more of a down-home girl. Mm-hmm. You know, your Bailey's maybe. Yeah. And the other one is, you know, your Carmela's. Which one would you rather have as a daughter? As a daughter? Yeah. No, Bailey all the way. Yeah. Pam. <laughs> all the way. All the way. Meet you all the way. Banana. So that song is about uh-huh. a couple. Banana well, that song's actually about Roseanne bread. Arquette. Oh, it is? Yeah. Huh. A lot of people Arquette. don't know that. Arquette. Arquette. I watched Arquette. pop-up videos when I was younger. I love pop-up videos. You know what yeah. would be really fun? This high spots. It'd be fun if people liked videos again. High spots. If you're listening, put some of the most fun matches up and do pop up video. Yeah. Billy Corgan's the president of the NWA. Okay. Yeah, I guess. He's a genius and a a self made millionaire. (laughs) He's never wrong. He's never wrong. At any point. I can take away all the Christmas presents and Santa can cancel Christmas. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I have that power. Yeah. Anyway, not Taylor Swift's dad. Okay. Who else aren't you the father of? Everyone except your son? Yes. Okay. Just getting it all covered so you don't need to make any more individual announcements. I don't think you look like her very much. I am not Brock's father. Okay. I am not Pentagon's father. <laughs> okay. And most of all. Are you Marty's dad? I am not Marty's dad. Are you Kyle's dad? I'm not Kyle's, whoever this Kyle is you speak of. He's a singer. Is he good? I think so, personally, yes. Okay. Tell him to send me a demo. Okay. For Starting my own record label. Okay, sounds good. Main event records. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Billy, get out of here. Wow. He really brought the show down. No, he didn't. I don't know. He really brought the show down. I think so. Sometimes I feel like when you bring guests on and you walk away, yeah. you don't know what happens and how fun it was. I tell you what, this is this is just a a lady a lady centric episode here, Sarah. Because mm-hmm. now we're going to talk about the debut of of one of our uh, AAW coworkers, Scarlett Bordeaux made her debut on Impact last week with Alicia Atout. 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 Uh, well, I know it's probably like a tout or a tout, yeah. but I like Alicia at the. So, uh, I thought Scarlett knocked it out of the park. Uh, I thought they both did. I if thought she we're, was great. If we're spreading the joy around. If we're spreading the Sarah joy around, the I Sarah thought she joy did great. Sharky. She was Minus so the wrong. weird licking of the microphone. Well, you know, those microphones, uh, Impact <laughs> has a big budget for sanitizing microphones. I so. hope so. I uh, get it, but it was interesting. But great promo. Great promo. Uh, I personally, and this happens to me sometimes backstage, I like when they kind of like go in on the host a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's a very fun mean genus. Yeah. She, she said, I, I will not be hot shamed. I will not be hot shamed. And then what? how did you describe uh, Alicia Tout to the people? <laughs> oh, no. This is like a little scrumbly. Well, you know, what are you going to do? I just feel like she's the Kathy Kelly the world needs. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. 
Yeah, she's adorable. She's, she's fantastic. Adorable. She's great at her job. One time she reviewed um, the wrestling crate that we curated, and she was so nice about us. There you go. Uh, she didn't know who we were. Scarlet, she didn't need to be nice. Scarlet had a, a, a pretty sick burn on her. She goes, shut up, five, a ten is talking. Oh, man. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, and it's not like Scarlet's actually pretty nice backstage or anything. No, she's, uh, she's that is who you see. That's what you get. She's just you gotta mean. Protect the business. Hey there, Brad. What's going on, bud? I just this all this women stuff is. Yeah, really I know, got right? Me you want to bro out a little bit here? Yeah, let's bro out. Do you have any questionable tweets? Oh, people keep going. Brad start a Twitter. It's like. What the fuck am I going to say? You know? <laughs> oh, my planet's different than yours. Shut up. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. Nope. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. You're not going to get me. No, I know. We're not going to get you. How can you get me? I'm, you, there's no way to get you. My dad re- would read my Twitter. Yeah. I don't want him to. Oh, okay. But he would do it. Okay. He's a good man. He can't know I'm bad. No, I understand. Believe me, I understand. You start reading Walden yet? Uh, no, I'm finishing up my book on the uh, grunge scene in Seattle during the uh, 90s. You're going to get through Walden? Sarah couldn't. I'm going to try. She couldn't do it. This book I'm reading, Too and it's much called nature. Everybody Loves This Town or whatever. It's, it's great. If You, you like... should read my favorite book, Everybody Loves Raymond. It's a TV show. That's not a book. It's a show. Yeah. And you call TV shows books? Brooks. Oh, man. Brooks and Dunn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Take me to Riot Fest. Okay. I want to go Riot Fest. Okay. You can I'm only me. going one night or Alkaline, one day. Alkaline meal. Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, you want me to leave? No, no. You're, you're more than welcome to hang out here. Okay. How are you? Why are you so sad? I just miss my home piano sometimes. Yeah. But it's important that I'm here. It is. It's very important that you're here. You're doing good work here, and I'm very proud of you, and everyone on this podcast is proud of you. I love you, Mike. I love you too, Brad. Bye. Bye. All right, there goes Brad. Shall we stay on the female? Let's stay on the female subjects here. Mm-hmm. This is a very... I, I, I'm enjoying this episode. I like women. Women. Sarah. They're my sisters. Uh... All the women are my sisters. I know Carmela. Ow, Peter just bit me. Okay, well... Because <laughs> I was being bad. I know that Carmela isn't your... Number cup, one cup favorite. Of tea. Uh, she wrestled Charlotte on SmackDown. It was a Carmella match. What can you do? I just don't always buy when she gets real emotional. I just don't always buy it. You can't do that every other week. You know. And then t- you know who I buy when they get emotional? Who? Eddie Kingston. Yeah. My favorite female wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say. Uh, if her know. voice could crack a little bit like his does when he gets real emotional, I would maybe buy it. Or she would be like, Becky, I um, I don't. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You got Charlotte, mm-hmm. Becky, and Carmella as the SmackDown women's title match. Mm-hmm. You've got Alexa and Ronda Rousey uh, for the Raw title at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Are the... Are both of those... Is it too white? Who's... Yes. No. Okay. Well, that's just... <laughs> That's women's. What is the Oscar so white? Women's championship. Yeah, so women's white. championship so white. Um, but look at all the different hair colors in there. You mm. got a blonde. Oh yeah, a lot of diversity. Pink, really red. good. Yeah, really great diversity in the women's. Orange. Lineup. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's the diversity <laughs> in the women's division. You got red hair. You got orange Listen, hair. Uh, toss Ember Moon in there. She's got great hair. Let me ask you this. What's though? Naomi been doing? And we've talked about this last Where's week Kyrie a little bit. Sane? What's your vibe? Is Charlotte? I mean, is Carmella and Alexa? 
walking out with those titles. I freaking hope not. Do you put the title on Ronda? Is it too early? I think that... Uh, Does she need to go into that pay-per-view in October as the women's champ? I want... So I'm she's okay. on all the shows with the title. I'm okay leaving it with Alexa if that's what they want to do, but my number one thing is it's got to get off Carmella. You either... It's making... Wh- Carmella being the champion is making me have less of a good time watching SmackDown. Okay. It's making me want to fast forward to get to The Miz and Mrs. My Only Joy and Delight on Tuesdays. Okay, let me ask you Other this. than living with you. Let me ask you this. Is... What's a bigger deal? Ronda winning the Raw Women's title at WWE Evolution or her being the champ going into it, going on all the talk shows, promoting it with the title. And then just keeping it? And defending it against somebody there. I think it'd be cool if she won it there, if they want to make her such a big deal, because then it's like, wow, she did this in the UFC, and she did this and this and this, and then she had to fight for a little while. It wasn't just handed to her. Yeah. But it would be kind of fun if it was like Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Because it's like Charlotte going into it, and then if Ronda Rousey beats Charlotte, then it's like, wow, from a wrestling family Uh to a UFC family. Because I think, like, Alexa's great, but they haven't been doing very much with her that's any different than any other. She's just being kind of mean. Yeah. You know? And Carmella's just being kind of mean. And it's like, is that really what we want to promote for this, like, women's evolution is these, like, tiny, mean, blonde women who have a problem with everybody? It's like, maybe we need less of those women. Who squeak away with the title. Yeah, maybe we need less women who call the cops on minorities minding their own business, you know? Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting if both of those two sneak out of SummerSlam with those titles. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little – I want a little bit of a fast-forward button on WWE. I'm, I'm like the the Brock Roman thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how many years has this been going on for? I think that's the thing, too, where fans Since are just kind of like, let's just get this out of here. Let's go. Just I want something new. Kind of like when you shave your whole beard and just start over. And that's what I did. Yeah. AJ and Joe will be awesome. AJ and Joe will be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was like. But if those two. God. I, one of them's Samoa leaving. Joe one of them is, is. A great part of SmackDown. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. Either Carmella or Alexa. One of them is, is retaining. I. Ugh. I think. I can't, I'm trying to think which which is more. If I'm if I'm WWE. If I'm Vince. Do I want Ronda the champ going into it? Or do I want her to win it there? I just think it would be great if it was Charlotte. But she sure. can't. Yeah. Well, they can, apparently that's is that supposed to be the big main event of Mania? Those two. Yeah, it'd be fun. What if Oscar was still real hot and they put Oscar? Yeah. In what if with... they hadn't ruined Oscar? Huh? Oh, remember when they played the James Ellsworth like title and then he's not there anymore? Here's the thing with here's the thing with with Carmella. Mm-hmm. You can only pull these things. Nice, mean, nice, mean. It's you can only do the wolf. you can only do the nice, mean thing so many times, mm-hmm. and the and the Ellsworth thing. Even if it's a tease, you can only do that. They did both of those. It was like too much. Yeah. I feel like with her, the only way to like reset her character is if she goes on this like, hey, I'm going to be really nice and actually like I'm going to wear less makeup and I'm going to try to do this. And then like, oh, I'm going to pick out a gal on the team and just support them. And then do six weeks of that and then have her turn mean. But don't sure. like the night you come up with a new twist. Yeah. Then like. Just kidding. She does it every time. So, like, anytime she starts being emotional, you see that she's not committing uh-huh. to it. We don't believe it. It's just a waste she of time. She had five that minutes. one night. The one night, the one time she did it, and that's everybody's problem, too, sometimes. If someone knocks it out of the park, then they get very, like. No, the first time she did it? Yeah, remember? Then she was like, but I didn't need any of your help. No, because I even saw. Didn't it- Alexa do it first? 
Alexa did it first. A talking smack and Alexa or something. did it awesome. Yeah. That's and the then Carmella could never because Carmella could never do it as well as Alexa because Carmella always gives it away in her eyes that she's Ugh. about to switch it. Whereas Alexa can really be in the moment. I don't even remember who's wise. who. Yeah, you're confusing all these little I'm mean blonde ladies. Everybody. Sarah, what would you say if I told you that the Andre the Giant doc- the Andre the Giant documentary uh, on HBO is the number one doc in their history, the number one viewed in their history? That's great. You know, almost a ton of people have come up to me as like a bridge to wrestling conversation yeah. and said like, "Hey, I watched the Andre documentary." The Hollywood Reporter reported that the Andre the Giant documentary quickly became the most watched documentary in HBO sports. History with nearly 7 million views across the network's linear and digital platform. I mean, he's such a, like, relatable... Because there are people who are watching because they liked him in The Princess Bride. There are people who are watching because they liked him in wrestling. There are people who just know who he is. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a celebrity. I want to watch the guy who shit in a bathtub and find out what his deal is, some people said. Sarah. (gasps) Did I hear that my documentary was number one? (laughs) Yeah, you did! Did I do a good job? Great job. Oh, everybody likes you. Oh, I want to be, uh, I just want to make everybody happy. Well, even as a ghost. I hope all 7 million viewers thought it was entertaining. Do you think that some of those were repeat views? Because you're so great. Maybe one or two. Yeah. Watch it a couple times. Oh, did you watch it? Uh, yes, of course. We have movie not in heaven. Was it <laughs> Was it weird watching your brothers talk about you? It was. I miss my brothers. I, miss, I know. I miss sitting at the table with them. Yeah. Just playing dominoes. Man. Drinking bottles of wine. Hey, why'd you uh, Why'd you guys spread so many little uh, fabricate stories? Uh, you know, we like to just let this stuff go. Stretch the truth big and tall? Yes. I like I like just people going, is that true? So I don't know. You told me. I don't know. What's going on in heaven? Well, I'm not there a lot because I still haunt places. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, You're very busy. I got all the new, I got all the new wrestlers settled in. I so said, you guys are going to have fun here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sorry, I had to go, but it's going but to be settle nice. Settle them in. Oh, that's settle a nice in. bridge. Yeah. Yeah, we all, have, we all get coffee at McDonald's in the morning in heaven, all the old wrestlers. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. They coffee in like a filet of fish or yeah, a McDonald's. No, it's, it's, uh, we we have we have all of them. We get a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and then uh, we just they just put about like fifty McGriddles in the middle, and we just go. Now to town. here's something that I found out, Andre. That's kind of infuriating. Yes, there's no such thing as a McGriddle. No. They're all plural. They're so all like plural. you can order like one sausage McGriddles. Yes, and a woman recently for her coffee, she got cleaning fluid in her coffee on accident at McDonald's. And she was pregnant. And she was pregnant. Is McDonald's. she okay? You're better than these McDonald's. You're right. Yeah. Do you have to go down and like stop people from yeah, having? I, I Are you it, a guardian angel? I knocked it out of your hand before she you could did? take a sip. <sighs> and everyone saw the coffee and they went, boy, the floor is very clean. And I said, well, it's a cleaning agent. It should be clean. <laughs> and somebody, somebody like a cop with cocaine, they put their finger and it went. Then what? That's a cleaning agent. That's not coffee. Oh, my God. Andre, you, I think you saved the day. And you know what? In, I'm not going to look into it any further to find out. I work in mysterious ways. Yeah, you do. Very mysterious Are you ways. God and Santa all the same? No, 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 no. <laughs> I cannot fit down your chimney. <laughs> cannot do it. Even if I put baby oil all over myself, I could not fit down it. And you, you, know, and you would hate I that. I hate baby oil. You would hate that. I very much do not like it. Andre, do you like the new painting that we bought for the apartment you know i do it's very fun it's very uh calming. It, it's calming it feels like uh it's it's dusk in the desert or, or the, on, in a in a 
maybe Miami, yeah. Florida, yeah. somewhere coastal. I love it. Yeah. Hey. Yes. I like that when you come here, you're not game playing Andre, you know? Game playing? Yeah, like, playing like games I'm like not going to tell you if I'm going to put you over. Or, you uh, know, like, you don't, you're not trickster. Hey, so, you're just really hey. you. We know all along I was going to put our cogging over. <laughs> There's no surprise, no secret. <laughs> So, is yeah. all this just legends and fun? I'm taking the break, man. What do you think? I'm going to be the champ? You think I'm going to go every week on the road, huh? No. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Let me wrestle Hexa every 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 week. Yeah. No, Come thanks. Come on, man. I ain't going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Nah. I, said, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that even if I was doing that. Yeah. So let's do a two-minute match. I don't care. Yeah. You know? I still get paid. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> I still get paid. Is it true that that maybe you'll hey, allow us to like make... Like Han Solo in The Force Awakens. It's all true. <laughs> Every story is all true. Is it true that you're going to allow us to make Andre the Giant's ghost t-shirts and sell them secretly on our website? I will let you do that. You will? Yes, Why I will. Why do you do that? That's, That's great news. That's great news. I'll uh, I'll get I'll get in touch with somebody from uh, my t-shirt my t-shirt connection. Yeah. Pro wrestling t-shirts. He knows. Yeah, they're, they're, Andre's got his own site. I have my own site. They're Official. still sending bitcoins up to Official. heaven. Official. Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that be nice? Will you know my name? Throw me a bitcoin in heaven. <laughs> Just flick it up. I'll get it. Give it a little flick. I'll get it. You flick it. You go, Where did my bitcoin go? I put in my big my bitcoin piggy bank in heaven. Clink. That's the sound. Clink. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. I got to go. Where are you, what are you doing next tonight? Uh, mini golf tonight. With who? Every Thursday, mini golf. With who? Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got the crew. We we got we we go uh we go uh to this one place. It's dinosaur land. The sort of dinosaurs. No, no, no. We all transport our bodies down to New Mexico. Oh, I thought yeah, it yeah, was yeah. okay. I thought in Sorry, heaven I'm they kidding. had a dinosaur land. It is in heaven. But is are the dinosaurs real? Have you ever heard that song, Heaven is a Half Pipe? It's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> That's pretty fun. If I die before I wake, <laughs> at least in heaven I can skate. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the man busting me. Something, something else. Somebody. <laughs> All right, I got to get out of here. Wait, no. who are you mini golfing with? Oh, mini golf. Boom, we got me. Mm-hmm. We got Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh-huh. Mr. Fuji's the caddy. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's fun. He tells us, oh, you know, maybe use a little putter Paul on Bear? that one. Paul Bear. Oh, Is he, he your guy? He's a fun, man. Yeah. We call him Pelsey. Oh, Pelsey. I call him Pelsey. Pelsey, Pelsey. I've had make a lot of fun with you right now, Sarah. I'm having so much fun with you. But uh, I must go because okay. Marty has his finger on the button. I know, he's I know. about to play something, so okay. I want to say everybody... Flick me a Bitcoin in heaven, and I'll put it in my piggy, <laughs> and I'll buy myself something nice one day. Bye, Andre. Wrestling confessions, holding fudge back my pants are stretching. It's time for Marty Sarah to read. Wrestling confessions for me. And the Peters. Sarah, before I read this wrestling confession, if anybody has a wrestling confession out there and you want to send it to us, 
We have an email address, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail.com, subject line, Wrestling Confession. Or go to our website. We've got a way to get a hold of us over there, too. Yeah, it's our contact form. Sarah, you have a, uh, a P1 moment from uh, one of our buddies, Maria, who uh, <laughs> I love this one. This is a fun one. So Maria said that for a very long time, she thought that when people were doing, John Cena sucks, John Cena sucks. She thought that people just kind of wanted to have part in the song, but didn't really know what to say or like how to harmonize with it. So they'd just go, John Cena's song, John Cena's song. And she'd been doing that without knowing. And I think that's the most precious. I love it. And I think that we should all trend John Cena's song. John Cena's song. John Cena's song. Here we go. It's John Cena's song. I don't know if I ever... If I ever talked about my own little P1 moment slash wrestling confession on the uh, on the air. So this is a tag team, and I'll show you a photo of it. And if you don't know, you can Google them. Their name was Doom. It was Butch Reed and oh, Ron Simmons. Oh, I remember Simmons. Doom. I swore when I was a kid. I remember my, my best friend Rudy was like, yeah, those are two black dudes. And I went, no, they're not. They're just really tan. I thought they were just really tan. Oh, but they're black guys. <laughs> yeah, well, put him next to Hogan, and he was like orange. That's true. Everybody was like odd colors. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that was my little wrestling. Sweet confession. little wrestling confession. Let me know boy. if you thought Doom was just tan. Oh god. <laughs> all right, we got a good little white boy from Indiana just yeah. gotten all turned around. Let me get a little wrestling confession out of my system here. Yeah. This is from one of the buddies here. I believe I was ten years old. The year before, I'd walked up to my mom at complete random and told her that I was adopted. Wait. And told her that I was adopted. I'm sorry about that. My, I'm not reading this correctly. Let's take it from the take it again. I believe I was 10 years old. Hold, hold on. One Do you second. want me to read the you wrestling just give confession? Me one second. Just give me one second here. Okay, I got it. I had posted it on my little page here. A little wrong. All right, here we go. Wrestling confession. Take what feels like 100. <laughs> I believe I was 10 years old. The year before, I'd walked up to my mom at complete random and told her that I was adopted. I did not ask if I was adopted. I never had a single clue laid out if I was adopted. Before that day, going back to when I could first speak, I would tell people that I was shipped to Indiana in a box from Australia for my quote-unquote real family. It's a fun story people got a kick out of when I tell it. Likely, it means I always knew, but that day was the first time that I had the guts to say anything. My mom sat me down and laid things out. She explained the who's, what's, where's, and why's of the situation. I already knew my biological mom, as the woman I call mom, is actually my grandmother, which means that my biological mom is my sister, and now I am my own grandma. But my biological father is this unknown character in my story. Having way more poise and a way more open heart than I ever would, my mom quickly set me up to meet this guy just because I was curious. She probably knew how the story would end, but she trusted me enough to let me have this one. She always trusted me, and most everyone else. She's wonderful in that way. I met this guy at our house a little, a little while later. It feels like it was within days, but it was actually more weeks or months in a chaperone meeting. Uh, he was the coolest guy ever. He just seemed to know exactly what to say, and he won me over immediately. I wanted to see him as much as possible. My mom started arranging visits to his apartment a couple times a week. I was in heaven. I had just started listening to music other than country music my parents always listened to in the car, 
and he liked a lot of the same music I did. He had long hair, and I was a dweeb who thought he was totally badass. My number one dream at the time uh, was to move to Los Angeles at 13 and hang out in arcades. Oh, man. Solid dream. Solid dream. Some malls. We all had those cool toys uh, that he would get down on the floor and help me play with. My strongest memory of those initial visits was that he would always have a stack of rented VHS tapes. All of them either pro wrestling or early Ultimate Fighting Championship events. <laughs> Boy, those early UFCs were something else. Uh, we would sit there and watch all the sweaty half-naked cartoon dudes flip, flop, and fly and yell at each other. We would laugh and scream. It was like we had found a friend who just happened to be what I wished I would grow up uh, to be. Bio Dad was just like a kid who happened to be able to grow a big mustache and was allowed to stay up all night. Bio Dad was married and had a fa- and had fathered another child. Their kid was three years old, a three-year-old boy, who I remembered being nice enough. I vaguely remembered... You know, three-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I vaguely remember uh, uh, Bio Dad's wife always hovering over me when I was playing with their son. But nothing that all bothered me too much. It was a typical relationship in that situation. Their son seemed to see me as a playmate, but for obvious reasons there was jealousy. The kid would take it out by making up stories and telling on me, which they would always take his side. As visits became less than uh, one-on-one time with my bio dad and more with his entire family, I recall spending a lot of time in Time Out for crimes I never committed. Even then, I remembered liking my time with bio dad's family. It was an escape from what I knew. Those visits were still like a shiny new toy, and I had yet to see that it was for what it was. One night, BioDad was driving me home from a visit. Normally, we listened to some Van Halen cassette tapes on the way home. On this night, I specifically remember it being completely silent for half the trip and being weirded out by this. I eventually broke the silence and asked why we weren't listening to music. I don't recall all the exact words of what came next. I hope I never do. I do remember the worst ones, though. This guy ripped my heart out of my chubby little chest and ran it over with his broken-down Ford Taurus. He repeatedly asked me why I never called his current wife Mom. I don't know if he gave me a chance to answer, but I likely became paralyzed by anxiety, and I don't remember being able to answer him. I was uh, blamed for breaking her heart, and he told me she would cry when I wasn't there because I wasn't accepting of her as I was of him. But that wasn't his biological mom. I know. Right now, in my office chair, I can give you a completely logical reason why I never did, and obviously (laughs) never would call her mom. Yeah. In that moment, though, obvious silence. No, and you're a kid, too. Exactly. That's so much. I remember a lot of slow, low-tone explaining. No yelling. I recall the word disappointment being used. Ugh. BioDad knew exactly what he was doing to me. He had an intent to hurt. Then, he drops the bomb and other such cliches. It's one sentence that I remember and I will never forget. He said, if you can't accept my wife as your mother, I can't love you, Tommy. What? Almost like a television show, the timing was perfect. The car parked... And he told me to leave his car. I ran. I was a little fat boy with two left feet. Oh, my God. But I probably broke Olympic records getting it was from his car to my what bedroom. What a nut. Unbelievable. What? That's so horrible. That's like a villain in a movie. I hid under the loft bed in my room behind a dresser. My entire world crumbled in one car ride. Literally, a minute before, the person whose love I wanted more than anything on earth had told me he could never love me because the thing I felt strongest about, that my mom the one I had known for my entire conscious life and had saved me from horrors I would learn about later, is my mom, and there's no other moms for me. I wanted to be him I wanted to be him worse than anything, but he could never accept me for what I had 
to give him at that moment. And also, it kind of sounds like the wife was a real uh-huh. piece of work. You got it, Sarah. It was probably a few minutes only, but it felt like it had hours of sadness to myself. I remember the crack of light coming into my room from the hallway growing. As my door squeaked open, it was Mom. She sat on the floor beside me with a Walmart bag. She didn't say anything, but handed me the bag. We were out, and I thought you might need this. It's that big yellow lady wrestler from TV. She had gone to the store while I was on my visit and bought me a Goldust action figure. Oh, I love that big yellow Goldust la- a lady. Oh, you know this big yellow lady with the with the lipstick. I stared at the little plastic Goldust for way too long. It was awkward, I'm sure. Then I threw it down and gave her the tightest hug. He doesn't love me, Mom. In that moment, Ma- Mom hugged me as tight as a tiny middle-aged woman possibly could. <laughs> I didn't need to say any more, and she didn't need to ask me to. I liked wrestling a lot from a young age, but that day, it became my security blanket when the world crumbled around me. To this day, it's something I surround myself uh, I surround myself in when my depression acts up. A few years ago, my wife Alex and I adopted two amazing boys through the foster care system. Eric, my oldest son, who doesn't really care for wrestling, but we bond over other things like baseball and Power Rangers... My youngest son, Noli, on the other hand, wrestling has become his security blanket, and when he feels bad, uh, wrestling sped up our bonding process exponentially. Through the resources I have, I've tried giving him as much of the world as I can in the wrestling community. We go to live events at least monthly, and his happiness and enthusiasm rubs off on everyone around him. At a recent indie show we went to, uh, the line to the wrestlers' tables to say hi, uh, wait, at, a re- at a recent indie show we went to, the line to the re- of wrestlers who their tables to say hi to their buddy Noli was longer than almost any wrestler in line at intermission. Aww. Wrestling can bring out the worst in people and create some really scummy situations, but at its best, it's given my son and I wonderful moments that has helped us get through the worst. Yeah, and I think that listeners of this podcast, if you listen to the kids episode, you can hear Eric and Noli and Tom Absolutely. have a conversation about wrestling and their favorites. And it is like something that I think almost everybody out there, myself included, yourself included, has had moments where wrestling has kind of saved, you know, the Absolutely. Day. So Sarah, uh that is an awesome wrestling confession and I want to thank Tom for sending that one to us. Yeah. So, I guess if we don't have anything left, I guess we should get out of here. I'll just come and sing a quick little song, if that's okay. Kyle? Y- yeah. I just think that I heard a lot about, like, dads and sons, and I thought it would be great for me to sing a little tune. Absolutely. Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. I ain't the toughest tool than the <sighs> shell. Oh, no. Wee, 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 wee. All right, guys, it appears that Kyle the Choir Boy has fallen asleep, so wee, 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 I'm going to tell everybody have a good night and uh, keep watching wrestling. Shrek. Bye, buddies. This is the MLW Radio Network.